we've got to talk about the FDA, which I have just a big issue with because in other countries, it's not like this. You are hitting the nail on the head. And so, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics in 2008, when they came out, the policy statement was twofold. Number one, hey, parents, here's the science. Here's the evidence. Here's what you can do in the meantime, because part two, we got to fix the system. That'll take us a while because we got to get to the regulation. We've got to get to the industry. We've got to get to the underlying problem here. And that'll take some time. So here are some kind of small and simple steps you can do as parents, but that you're right. It's not up to the consumers. It is up to our legislators for better policies on advocating for toxic chemicals not to be in consumer goods. It's important that the FDA is regulating. So, you know, for me, I stepped from clinical medicine, where when you are doing anything with the FDA, it's highly regulated, clear-cut process, and it's long, right? There's clinical trials before a new pharmaceutical comes out. So it's FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. They do a really good job on the drug administration. But when we talk about food, there is really hardly any oversight. And so when you compare what you said, the European Union, like for our company, I called the FDA, I called the CPSC on the phone. Hey, help me, help me make a better product. And often it was just not in their jurisdiction. So I had to go to the European Union and see how are they regulating it because it's much more stringent. So I think it shows, you know, there are like now over tens of thousands of chemicals that are called food additives that enter our packaging, our food kind of processing system. And in a recent study, like they looked at like 6,000 chemicals and 40% of them have never been tested for human health. If oh, person- but back that up. 40% of 6,000 chemicals have never been tested yes. for human yes. health or how it would affect, but it, they're, but they're allowed. But they're out. Put, so put them the, on, yeah. So the big problem here, and this is what we're trying to work on, is in the United States, these chemicals are kind of released into the circulation, innocent until proven guilty, which is not sure. a model that you want in the food processing system. You know, you don't want it in any of your consumer goods, but food goes into our body, you know? And so that is my big mission behind the company is, yes, we've got these products, but really like, let's change the system. You know, there's got to be better oversight in saying that, oh yeah, this may or may not damage, but let's just see. That's not the right way to do Right. So that's why we go to the European Union where they're a bit more stringent on Listen, we think that there could be an issue. So we're going to put it on the don't use list. You can't just change the whole system. But I will tell you what I have learned is legislators, regulation, they listen to moms. And I think that's what's so important as a mom. When BPA was removed from baby bottles, that wasn't millions of moms. As a group of moms who said there's a big problem. And so that was a great win, but it's a very, very small win because we can talk about like BPA is just one of a family of chemicals called bisphenol. Oh yeah. I was going to say one of 6,000, really. <laughs> so they just replaced it, right? With BPS, BPF, BP, like you just pick a letter. They replaced it with other things, which really are just as harmful, if not more harmful. I tell that story not to scare people, but to tell the power of you as a mom, as as a consumer, as a citizen of this country. Like we do have a lot more power than we kind of think. Sometimes when we think the mountain is too high to climb, you're like, well, all hope is lost. But it turns out people really listen and brands listen, legislators listen, and especially when it comes to children's health. I think like the mama bears coming out is a big thing. 
it's scary to think about oh, the FDA, right? And there's so much money and it's all about the dollar bills and who's, you know, greasing whose pocket. But we've seen with the pandemic how quickly the FDA can react when they want to. And it doesn't need to take 10 years, 7, 10, 15 years, you know, to go through changes. And, you know, it just takes a lot of voices and people banding together. And as women taking on 85% of the household responsibilities, we're doing all the buying, you know, we're all the purchasing, you know, we have a huge purchasing power. If we just think about dollars and cents and say, okay, well, you know, the FDA is, you know, there's all these big companies that, you know, have so much money that back them that want the chemicals because it's cheaper to produce. But we as women and run heads of households have so much purchasing power and our voice does matter. And when we start to make, I think, decisions at the consumer level and companies start to feel that they're going to have to react. And I think that's where the power lies. 